Bez Hashem continues in Brachos Yud Chesamet Bey's first wide line by the two dots, and the Gemara continues to discuss, do Mesim, do those who are not alive, do they know what's going on with the people who are alive? So Gemara brings over here, B'nei Yud B'chiyo, Nafok the Kiryoso, the children of Rebchiyo, they went out to be involved with uh, work in the fields. Iyakur Luhu Talmudayu. So they're learning became heavy, which is another way of saying that they got they forgot their learning. And because they forgot their learning, they, they were painting themselves to try to remember what they what they used to know. So Amr Lechad, one of the sons, one of the brothers said Lechavet to his, his brother, Yoda Avund Do you think our father, Chiyo, knows what's going on with our pain? So so the brother said back, Mina Yoda. How could he know? I box the Pasuk says in Eoiv, Yichbidu Vanov Volayeda, that even if the sons of the mace are Mikhubadim, the are being honored, the father doesn't know. So you see over here, Vulayeda, you see the emphasis on the fact that the, the Mesim don't know what's going on, Behnachaim amongst those who are alive. Amalaidh, the brother says back. Do you, do you really think your pshat is correct? Ah, he says, Vimlo Yoda, Vok Siv, his apostle says, Tevol, rather. Vom Rabbi Yitzchak, Kosher, what does this pasuk mean? Vom Rabbi Yitzchak says, Kosher Rimo Lemais, Kimachat Bibsarechai, that a Rima, which is a worm, that eats the body of a person after he's not alive, is difficult to a person. In other words, that worm, when it's eating the mace, is difficult to the person, just like when the person has a um, a needle that's being removed, a pin that's, that's painful to the person. So you see, he does know what's going on. The mace is a weir, it's, it's difficult for him, it's painful when the rima is there, when the worm is eating him up. So Amri Bitsaridi too Yodi. So the brother said back, no. That's talking about his own sar. But Saradachrino Lo Yodi. But that's not a proof that he understands the pain that's sar of someone else. All that's saying is he knows his own pain. Okay. So that was an attempt to understand do Mason know what's going on in this world? And we we shrugged it off and we, because we're saying that could be only by his own pain. Good? Let's say something? Um, so you're saying a good point. You're saying that the previous piece was Rabchia. I mean, they didn't forget all their learning because they're quoting Pusk. Okay, okay. So they, they knew some Pusukin, but they, that's true. They didn't forget all their learning. But apparently what they forgot, they were in pain. And the, the, the previous piece was was about their father pointing out, Ben Yishchai, that, that um, apparently they, they uh, Mason do know what's going on. So, But like we said, they, they forgot the learning. So maybe they forgot what their father taught them. Now Rabchia was not alive anymore. Okay, that was the whole point. Mark continues to discuss if the Mason know what's going on Bain Hachaim. Okay. Beloy, I tell me they don't know what's going on. The Mason don't know what's going on. I have a tanyo, a mice with a chosser echot. There's a mice with a chosser echot. There's a story with a chosser echot. Who's a chosser echot? So, believe it or not, this is the great Rabbi Hudub Rabbi Loy. When I say the great Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi, the Tan Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi, in Stam Tano in the Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi. <coughs> Rabbeinu Hakodesh is, is is not the Stam Tan Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi is not Stam Rabbi Yehuda, and 
it says about him, Chazal say about him, that his Kemalich Hashem Tzavakos, Rabbi Yehuda Berloi, was such a great tzaddik, he says here, he was Kemalich Hashem Tzavakos, he was Mamish like Kemalich Hashem. So, the Marsha in the back over here, he says that this Ahu Chassid is either, whenever it says Shas and Ahu Chassid, it's either Rabbi Yehuda Berloi or, or Rabbi Yehuda Ben Bava. So what happened over there? What's the case? So, he gave a pruta to an ani. When shenasan dinor lo ani, be'erev roish shana. When was this? Is ever shana? B'shnei betzayus. When there was a famine, there was command, there was no rain, there was no food, and because he did this, his he told this to his wife, and his wife was very upset at him. We can need we ishtoi, and his wife got upset. Ve'holach because of this, he went ve'lon basic forest, and he went to sleep in the cemetery. Now, as a famous Gemara, Rav Deshla Zatzal has a Michtav and Leo, a, a beer, an explanation of what's going on with this Gemara, just in the Ayn Sham. Take a look over there for more Rikhus. It says, the Shama Shtei Ruchais, he heard two Ruchais, two, two spirits, two people who are not alive. Shemesabra Zulazu, they were talking to each other. Amra Chado, one said to her friend, Chaverti, my friend, Boyi, come with me. Let's go fly around the world. And we'll find out what's going on. Uh, you know, uh, is behind the, the, the fence. Mechitza between the Shechina and, and the, up, up in Shemayim. What tragedies are decreed to come to the world? I don't know why that's so exciting to find that one out, but okay. That's what they wanted to find out. One said to the other. So, Amru Chaverta. So the friend who was encouraged to go and find out what the tragedies are says back, I can't go with you. Why? Because I'm buried with a mathelis, a mat of reeds. And it was very embarrassing that she was very poor, her family. And that's, that was the shrouds that they were, she was buried in. And even apparently, even after she's not alive, she's still uncomfortable about it. You go. And that, that which you hear, come back and tell me. So one of these Nefashai's spirits <coughs> are going to go and find out what's going to go out with the, with the Gzairus Royce for the world and come back and tell her friend. So don't forget, who's there the whole time? The Chassid is there. So he hears this conversation. So the first person, uh, not alive, spirit, Ruach, goes, flies around, comes back, and tells, so, so what did you hear? I heard the Shemati, whoever uh, plants in the first rain season, borad the hails in the calm and destroy and destroy all of it. So, what did this Chasa do? He got like inside information, right? Uh, when when what to buy and sell and sell and buy? Halachu vizara breviyishnia. So he went and he planted in the second season when it rained, second part of the season, and everyone else's crops didn't survive, and so he was able to make a tremendous profit. Now remember, how did why did he end up there in the first place? Because he gave the money which he barely had anything of to the ani, and his wife got upset at him, and now he hit rich. He hit, he hit the gold. So, so shall call oilam kuloi loko, shall oiloi loko, the whole world, everyone else's got, got destroyed, and his didn't. The next year, 
So he figured, you know what? It worked the first time. <laughs> so he figures, let me go back the second time. He wants to go back to the cemetery, get inside information. Now it doesn't say that's why I get upset at him this time, but he just went anyway. Here's the two ruches that are having conversation with each other. One says to the next, let's go once again, the same conversation. Then I'm ready to tell you last year, I'm buried with these machzel shakonim, and I'm embarrassed about it. You have to know, like, who's she embarrassed from, right? I mean, apparently, maybe other ruches see her also. You go. Come back and tell me. She goes around and finds out the gezerus rois that can come to the world, the evil decrees that can come and affect the world. So what you hear? Whoever plants in the second reveal, in the second uh, planting season, this strong eastern winds going to come and dry it out. And Malko is going to ruin it. So what did this Chasa do? Halach v'zara b'revi'a rishayna. He went and he planned to revi'a rishayna. So, and he's going to have success in the first revi'a, as opposed to in planting the second revi'a. Once again, shalkolo oilom kuloi nishdov, the whole, everyone else's uh, grains and uh, products got ruined. Shaloi loi nishdov, his didn't dry up because he planted in the first season. His wife says to him, Last year, you, you were very successful. But yours didn't. And this year, everyone else's grains are getting ruined again. And yours are not. Like, my high, what's going on? So he was pressed by his wife to tell her what's going on. He told her everything that happened. With his ruchos and the zera, the inside information, Amru, that the continuation of his was lo hayyomu muatim. At shenafla ketata bein ishtoi shall oisri chaset bein ima shall oisri riva. Not too much time passed when there was a fight that happened between this wife of this tzaddik, this chaset, and between one of the ladies, and we're talking about the second lady that, that was wrapped in the reeds that didn't go fly around. So there was a fight with the mother of this of the lady that passed away, the young girl that passed away, and the wife of the chassid. And during this quarrel, the wife of the chassid tells the mother that your daughter's embarrassed and what she's buried in. So go back inside now, let's see it inside. The wife of the Chassid says, Go and see that your daughter is not comfortable the fact that she's buried in these machsals of Konim. The Shona Acheres, Holach V'loam Beveisek Varus, year number three. Oisei Chassid says, okay, it worked the first, first two years, let me now go to the cemetery and find out this year's information. When should I plant? When should I not plant? Here's the Ruchas talking to each other. 
And the saying is as follows. Amrullah, Khaverti. Let's go fly around. And apparently the first one is still asking the same question. You have to know. Rav Dessa, by the way, discusses this. Why Why is the friend keeping asking the other friend, even though the response is the same, I'm buried in Mechthal Shalkan. So Rav Dessa talks about it. Ayn Sham. Amrullah. You have, you have something on there? Amrullah. Well, I just finished it. Amrullah, Chaverti. Hinichani. Leave me alone. Nuvarin beini leveincha. Leveinach. Our conversation is being listened to amongst those who are alive. Alma, so what do you see from the Gemara? Now, the, this long story was just to get to the point. Yadi, so you see over here, those who are not alive, they do know what's going on in the world. But once again, the Gemara says, this is not a riot. Why not a riot? Maybe that what they know is going on is because maybe someone else died and brought that knowledge that there's a Ben and that someone was alive that's eavesdropping into your conversations. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they themselves knew. That's the Gemara wants to say that we still are back to our original place. We don't know if they have, there's a Raya that those who are not alive know what's going on with those who are alive. And so the Tzlach says over, that the reason why uh, the first mace kept on saying, would you go on to come with me, uh, and didn't get the message that she's not going to come, is because the first one was buried in linen shrouds, and those decomposed faster. The second one was buried in, in Mahsal Shalkanim, and it didn't com- decompose fast at all, but therefore maybe the next year it would have decomposed, or the year after it might have decomposed. That's why she kept on asking the same question. Toshma. The Gemara continues to bring a raya that the Mesim know what's going on amongst the Bein Hachai, amongst those who are alive. Toshma. Z'ira have a mafkid zuzay gabe ushpezichte. Z'ira gave over money by the hostess that he was staying by. At the Osi v'ozle beirav until the time that he came back and from the base measure, shchiva so the lady, the hostess, she died, but he didn't know where she put his money. Also, Basrei So he went to the basic varus. Amrlo, he says to her, "Zuzi where is my money?" Amrlei. So she says back to him, and she's not alive anymore. Zil plan. Go and take the money underneath a hole, which is by the entrance of, of a door of the house, by the hinge of the door. Go underneath in that spot, and that's where the money is. And then also, furthermore, this lady says, go tell my mother. So she's asking, interestingly enough, for her comb and her makeup, her eyeshadow stuff. And she's saying, ask my mother to send it with so-and-so who's going to be dying tomorrow. Okay, so what do you want to see from here? You see that the Mason, they know what's going on. Amongst the Chaim. 
that she's saying that the other person is going to be dying and, and the other person's alive today. So you see, the Mason do know what's going on with the Chaim. Alma Yodi. So you see, the Mason do know what's going on, says the Gemara. Gemara says, no, it's not Gariah. Why? Dilma, Duma Kodim Machrizlu. Because maybe the Malach, Duma, came along and made this announcement first and mentioned who's going to be dying soon. And that's how she knew who was going to die. And the first time asked, what's going on with this, the, the comb, the brush, and the, the makeup? So, some of Farshim explained that this was a reference to her lamenting the fact that she died as a child. She died younger. She died in younger years. Okay. Mars has another raya that the mason knows going on in Bein Toshma, Shmuel, have a call. Shmuel's father was watching over the money of the Yusayman. Kinoch Navshay, when Shmuel's father died, Avud Shmuel, Kinoch Navshay loyava Shmuel Gabe. Shmuel was not with his father when Shmuel's father died. However, they called Shmuel the son of the one who eats the money of the assignment of the orphans. And this, of course, pained Shmuel. And the, the people were saying that the reason why the assignment, the orphans, don't have the money back is because Shmuel kept it for himself. The father of Uda Shmuel was the one who was watching over the money of the assignment. And you see here that the son's eating the food Minola is keeping the money for himself. So what did he do? What did Shmuel do? So Shmuel went to the basic fathers. And he wanted to go ask his father, where's the money? So Shmuel said, I would like to speak with Abba. Meaning he wanted to speak with his father. So they said back to him, There are a lot of people with the name Abba over here. Who 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 are you asking for? I'm looking for the person, Abba Barabba, Abba the son of Abba, my father. Amrulay, they said again, Abba Barabba, Nami Tuva Ikahach. There are a lot of Abba Barabbas over here. Amrulahu, Veina Abba Barabba, Avu de Shmuel. I'm looking to speak with Abba Barabba, Avu de Shmuel. That's who I'm speaking, looking to speak with. The father of Shmuel. Heicha. Where is he? Amrulay, Slaklam Sifto Dirakia. Go up to Shemayim, the base medrash over there. And the Hachi Chazil Levi, the Yossi Abroy. So Shmuel's going up and he sees his old Chavar Levi. Throughout Shas, you have a Baiplukta, Shmuel Levi. And he sees the Levi sitting outside the base medrash. Amrulay, Shmuel says to Levi, Am I Yossi Abroy? Why are you sitting outside? Why aren't you inside the base medrash? My time alone salt. Why don't you go inside to the Yeshiva Shamaylo? Amalei, Levi says to Shmuel, Domri, Lee. Because they told me, Kolki, Hanach, Shnei, Deloy, Slacked, Lumisifta, the Rebbe, Ephes, Achleishto, the Ladaite. Because all those years when Rebbe Ephes was appointed as the Rashiva, and I didn't go to listen to the Shia from him, so I gave him Chalisha's Adas. I didn't make him feel good because I didn't go to the shir. So they're not going to bring me into the Rakia and Shemaim. And in the meantime, while this conversation was taking place between Levi and Shmuel, 
Chazia de Hava Kobachi Vachich. So his father, Avud Shmuel, came and he sees his his, his father is is laughing and he's crying. So Amalei, so Shmuel says to his father, "My time of Kobachis, why are you crying?" Amalei, the la Agol Kosis, because in a very short time period you're going to be joining me up here in Shemaim, meaning Shmuel is going to die soon. My time Achicht, so why are you laughing also? So he says, the chashivt b'hai almotuva, because you are viewed as being very choshiv amongst those who are alive. So once again, here's the raya, here's the proof that the mason, those who are not alive, they know what's going on amongst the chayim, amongst those who are alive. Because Avud Shmuel, Shmuel's father knows that Shmuel is viewed as, as a very choshiv person amongst those who are alive. So Shmuel says back, if I'm really, you know, viewed as such a chashua person, I want Levi to be able to enter in my schos into the Mesut HaDerekiah, into the base of Medrash and Shemayim. And he brought him up to the base of Medrash. So Shmuel says to his father, he says, I came here for a reason. I came to speak with you. Zuzid, he asked me, where is the money of the Yusayim, of the orphans? Amrlay, his father said, Zil Shakilunu Ba'amsa says, Go and take it from the Rikhaim, the mill, the grinder stone. And he says to him, Eloi Visatoi Didon. The money in the top and the money in the bottom, in other words, dig down underneath the mill, and you'll you'll find that the money on the top and the money in the bottom that belongs to us. Metzioi diasmi, and the middle money belongs to the to the orphans. The assignment. So Amalei Shmuel says to his father, "My time of this hachi. Why did you do like this? Why did you put the the money of our money, family money, on the top, and family money on the bottom, and the assignment, their money in the middle, in the when the ground? Why did you do like this?" Amalei i genuve ganvi meganvi mididon viachlo aro achlo mididon. He says, because if Gandavim thieves are going to come and steal the money, they're going to dig down, and they'll see money, they'll think, oh, they'll take that money, they'll steal our money, the family money. But they're not going to think to dig dig down further to steal the money of the Yusayim. And and why they put another set of money in the bottom and sandwich the orphan's money in between with our money? Because if the ground is going to start to decompose the money, it should be our money that should get ruined and decompose as opposed to the orphan's money. So Gemara says, Amadiyadi. So you see over here that Avud Shmuel knew what was going on and they, he knew that his son Shmuel was a, was view, viewed as a chash person like we said before. So they see that the Mason knows what's going on amongst the Chaim. Once again, the Gemara says, no, it's not a good riot. Why? Dilma shiny Shmuel. Maybe the case of Shmuel is different. Came in the Chashivi Kadmi Machrazi. But since he's so chashiv, they're machris and they announce, Pnu makum. When the person who is such a chashiv a person is dying, they announce, Pnu makum. There's a great tzaddik who's coming up to Mesut HaDerkiah in Shemaim. So we have to prepare ourselves for such a great person. So it's not, once again, it's not a great raya, not a great proof, proof that the mason know what's going on amongst the chayim.